everyone, and welcome to Avid Travel with Britain Frost. I, of course, am your host, Britain Frost. And today we're going to be talk- talking about something that I get asked about a lot, which is how to save money on a river cruise. And we're going to be looking at two articles from our website, uh, River Cruise Advisor. Um, one is how to save on a 2020 Rhone River Cruise, and one is how to save on a 2020 Danube River Cruise. And we're going to talk a little bit about how to save on each of those cruises, but we're also going to talk about just how to save on river cruising in general and why sometimes looking for the best deal isn't going to be beneficial. So, or maybe it will be. So um, we'll, we'll kind of get into that. Um, as far as cruise news goes for this week, Riviera has announced a couple more Christmas sailings. Um, so you can, of course, keep up with the latest cruise news at our blog over on River Cruise Advisor. That is always linked down in the bio for you. And then I will link these two stories that I'm going to be using today, which is the how to save on a Danube and how to save on a Rhone River Cruise. Um so I guess, yeah, let's kind of talk about the prices for the Danube this uh, next season. So summer of 2020, and then, and then we'll talk about um, the Rhone pricing, and then we'll kind of just talk about saving in general. So for the Danube, prices range from $295 per person per day to $767 per person per day. So as you can see, there is a huge price difference between those. I mean, that is almost $500 per person per day. So when you're looking at a couple, you're looking at almost $7,000 of difference in those in those two sailings. Um, but I mean, we use our pricing charts on River Cruise Advisor to kind of um, break down the incentives offered too. So what's included and and we'll get more into this in a bit, but what's included and how that affects the price per day as well. So um, Scenic is an all-inclusive cruise company and its per diem is generally kind of on the same level as like Tauk, Crystal, and Uniworld, but Scenic does have air offers. So that that puts it at a lower per diem. So when we do these pricing charts, and, and if you're interested in looking at them, you know, you can, both of these articles link out to them, but we're really looking at the t- true price. And, and we make this easy for you how to save because we really show you what's included in every cruise fare. And then um, what you're going to be paying extra that's going to affect that that true per diem, as we call it. So uh, taking in the airfare into consideration, that would uh, knock down Scenic's per diem, true per diem. Um, if you have to pay port charges, that's going to knock it up. So we're going to, you know, we, we kind of look at all of those things. And, and that's something that I think a lot of people don't pay attention to when they're looking at these prices per day is that they're not thinking, well, we're going to have to pay 15 euros a day for um, tipping on the cruise, which, you know, doesn't amount to a lot of money on a seven day sailing. But but it's certainly um, if you're cruising on a tight budget and, and you kind of factor in 
um, certain things and then, you know, forget to factor in other things, it really doesn't work out super well. So it's, it's kind of about taking all of these factors into consideration first. Um, so, so yes, I think that's important to be said. Um, but then if we look at autumn, so shoulder season for a 2020 Danube River cruise, those rates range from 238. So the low is kind of the same on Viking to $573 per person per day on talc. So uh, you don't see the low end changing much, but on some of the higher ends, you really do see a difference. I mean, crystal was the highest for June, um, and then talc is the highest for October. So you really, really do see a difference depending on the season that you wish to cruise. And I know that a lot of people have concerns about seasons of cruising anyway because of uh, water level situations, which, you know, waters can be high in the spring, they can be low in the fall, but they can be low in the summer, they can be low in the spring, they can be high in the fall. You know, I mean, they're really unpredictable. So I wouldn't, I would use uh, cost as more of an, as more of a uh, decision maker for which cruise you're going to take then, um, or excuse me, for what time you're going to take a cruise rather than uh, worrying about water because you really can get good deals on the shoulder seasons. So that's a good place to, um, to kind of look. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of the basic of it is, is kind of looking at different seasons, looking at different sailings, looking at different itineraries, because of course everything is going to cost different um, amounts, but also, you know, kind of taking into consideration the extras. So what kind of room are you okay with? And, and we did talk um, about selecting a stateroom in another podcast, which I can link in the description. Um, but you know, how much extra is a balcony going to cost? Because that balcony cost can sometimes add so much to your cruise fare. And it, and it's something that you don't even think about. I mean, I'm going to read an excerpt from this. So upgrading to a balcony skews the per diems. Per diem rates for summer 2020 balcony staterooms range from $409 on Viking to $953 on Crystal per person for the duration of the Danube River cruise. For the autumn 2020 season, balcony upgrade per, per diem rates range from $309 to $673. Worth it? Yes, if you have the discretionary income. So, I mean, you really look at that is that, you know, I mean, that that balcony rate really, I mean, it changes the per day almost $100. So when you're looking at your entire cruise, I mean, it, it really can make a difference. And, and these balcony upgrades can be expensive. And, and what I found on river cruises is that, yes, it's very nice to have a balcony. I love, you know, going back to my room with a glass of wine, sitting out on the balcony at night while we're sailing and really sitting out there and kind of taking everything in. But at the same time, you can easily do that on the sun deck. Um, when you're cruising, it's, you know, you're sometimes up against another ship when you're river cruising, when you dock. So um, when you're in port, you know, I would say probably 60% of the time, you're not going to have the balcony view. You're also going to be off the ship. So kind of just depends, you know, how much that matters to you. But I, I do think that having balcony is a luxury. Um, but, you know, it really 
does kind of just depend on on how much money you have at your disposal. As I said, if you're cruising on a budget, on a tight budget, um, that would be something that I would recommend doing away with. And, and that's easily done away with is is just taking one of the lower category staterooms. But I think that that one is kind of self-explanatory. But, it, you know, it is crazy how much the balconies can add to uh, a cruise fare. Um, so yeah, autumn and spring are generally lower in price. I mean, just kind of summing this up, um, balcony upgrades cost more and then, you know, the, what's included in your cruise fare. So that's kind of, um, about the Danube. Now on the Rhone, you're going to see something very similar. I'm just going to go over the pricing. So prices on the Rhone range from a low of 309 per day on Vikings June 2020 sailing, and then a high of 691 on talc per person per day. So you're kind of seeing about the same price there as you do on the Danube. Um, the low is a little bit higher and the high is a little bit lower. Um, and then for the shoulder season, you have $290 per person per day on Quasi Europe and $557 per person per day on Tauk. So, I mean, you do see that shift again, but it's not as dramatic as it is on the Danube. So, you know, it's also going to depend on what river you're cruising. Um, the Rhone, maybe the lows are a little bit lower, but the averages are higher. And so, you know, if you're looking at cruising on a budget and you kind of don't really care where you go, you can always take location into consideration as well. Um, and, and just kind of find which river is going to be the, the least expensive. So, I mean, I, I don't really ever talk about river cruising as a budget travel option because it, it's not a budget travel option for many people. Um, because, river cruising can be quite expensive and we do often talk about you know how expensive is a relative term but compared to you know finding a hotel room that's $50 a night that's not some that's not the kind of value that you're going to get on a river cruise now the kind of value that you are going to get on a river cruise is that you're going to have your transportation your meals maybe beverages uh, tours, you know, included in that fare. So when you're paying $309 per person per day on Vikings, June 16th, 2020 sailing, you know, you have these things included that you wouldn't have in a hotel. Now, granted, as a couple, you're going to be paying upward of $600 per person per day. Um, so yes, there are definitely cheaper travel options than a river cruise, but um, just, you know, river cruising on a budget, it, it can be done. And even, you know, taking the word budget out of it and just, you know, being conscious, conscious and, and making decisions that are going to benefit you and finding the best deal for your money is kind of, you know, what we try to do and, and how I think the situation itself should be approached. And we'll get into that. Um, because there's a section in the, in these articles called, shouldn't I go with the lowest per diem? So, you know, if you're really looking to save money on a cruise, why not just pick the cruise that is the least expensive? Seems like the best option to kind of just go with the least expensive option and, you know, figure it all out from there. Now, yeah, I mean, that, that could work, but you have to be mindful of, of what you need. So I'm, I'm going to read from this again. Um, so with few exceptions, 
River Cruise companies offer good accommodations, complimentary excursions, included wine and beer with lunch and dinner, and much more. Some cruise companies go above and beyond, however, and this is reflected in their higher per diems. So let's look at an example of this. Um, let's look at AMA Waterways. So AMA Waterways spends millions of dollars a year to provide its guests with fast, free internet. AMA Waterways has had the most reliable internet in my experience... And, and the fastest. AMA also proclaims to offer the most active experiences of any river cruise line. The company provides bikes, gyms, yoga classes, hikes, and more. So on AMA, there is an active excursion in almost every port. Um, that's not going to be something that you're going to have to go spend money on to get a bike. Uh, you can probably, there are bike tours in most, in most ports. And then also you have the bikes on the ship for your use. So even if there's not a bike tour, you can, you can go grab a bike and take it out. Now, I mean, if you have, if you are on a ship that doesn't offer the same service with the bikes and doesn't offer the bike tours, you know, if you are a biker and you, and that's something that you want to do, trying to go rent a bike is going to cost you extra. And so I, I, I think this is what I you know, this is what I meant earlier when I was saying it's about finding what works for you as well, is that sometimes when you look at the the value of a trip, even when you look at these true per diems, they don't always reflect what you're going to need as a traveler, as a cruiser, and as a consumer. So uh, one example would be Riviera. Riviera um, their per diems tend to be lower than average, um, but Riviera only includes one excursion in each port. And for some people, that is perfectly fine. Some people are just interested in doing city tours, and, you know, that, that works for them. And Riviera also doesn't offer beer and alcohol at lunch and dinner for free. Um, you will have to purchase a separate beverage package. And so for a lot of people, that makes sense because they don't want to pay for the extra tours. They don't want to pay, you know, a lot of people look at it as that they're paying for someone else to utilize a service that they're not utilizing. And so a lot of people will say, you know, well, I don't want to pay for someone else's is someone else's drinks at dinner because I don't drink. And so, you know, that, that comes from this concept of unbundling the cruise fare and adding other things on for charge. So, I mean, there are multiple factors here. Um, we've talked about balconies, we've talked about time of year cruising, we've talked about rivers, and then now we're talking about, you know, your own personal needs and, and how those are going to be met by different cruise lines. Um, and so, you know, I think that a lot of what this comes down to is, is your preferences and and what you value and and what you want. You know, Crystal has butlers and, and Scenic has, you know, there are other cruise lines with butlers as well. But um, yeah, Crystal just came to mind. But, um, you know, so maybe that's something that you really value and you and you need that extra assistance. And, and that's something that you, you know, you like having someone that you can go to with all of your concerns and needs and, and just have them met immediately. And, um, and then there are people who are like, well, I wouldn't want a butler. I don't want to, um, you know, a lot of people see it as, as, as frivolous as, you know, it's not a necessity. 
And so, I mean, that's the beauty of budget and that's the beauty of cruising and that's the beauty of there being so much competition in the river cruise industry right now is that there are so many different options for people. And I always say that, you know, the goal for me is to find a cruise that's going to work for you and that's going to suit your needs. And I think that, you know, we are able to help people with that as well. When, when people are looking to travel on a budget, quote unquote, and cruise on a budget, um, what are the options there? And, you know, even if we're looking at per diems lower than $200, teaming, um, which we've done a podcast with teaming before, is a good option for some people. Now, they don't include shore excursions. They don't include drinks. Um and so, you know, all of your transportation is going to have to be handled on your own and paid for. But if you're someone who can get off of a ship and walk into a city, you know, not have to worry about Ubering and kind of find your way around, you know, maybe you're tech savvy and know how to use the maps and, you know, have have Googled places to, to go and, and visit and tour, um, you know, maybe you'll have to pay entry places. So there are so many things to consider, but, but there is a there are river cruises for many different types of travelers. And I think that, you know, it comes down to that and and how to save on a river cruise. Ralph and I always say that, you know, you're buying an experience. So, you know, you shouldn't look at a river cruise as a commodity. You're investing in an experience. So sometimes it's not the best price that you're looking for, but it is the best experience. And, you know, as I said, some people are looking for the best price and maybe they like river cruising. So they're willing to say, well, we'll go on this river because, you know, there's a deal on this river and maybe the river is just cheaper to travel one season. Um, And I guess that is kind of the last thing that I want to mention is that, um, A lot of saving on river cruises is just knowing, you know, when to book and and what current deals are being offered. So, you know, one thing that Ralph and I always recommend is going through a travel agent and uh, we work with cruise specialists. And anytime we get an email, we, we try to refer our readers out to cruise specialists because they might be able to get a deal that you're not going to get from booking directly through the cruise line. Um, And, you know, they might be aware, you know, if you want to go on this sailing a month later, then the price is reduced by this much. And, you know, that is what they do. So there, there are a lot of tips here on how to save. It's just hard to I guess, encourage people to save because I also want to encourage people to have the best experience. So I think take all of this with a grain of salt and take all this, you know, lightly and use these tips. And and when you are booking a cruise, maybe think about, do I want a balcony or do I need this and this? Do I want alcohol included? Do I need more than one tour in each port? Do I want to be active? Do I want a butler? And I always use the butler example because, you know, for some people who have traveled and cruised a lot and are used to going on ocean cruises where there are butlers, that is something that is make or break for them. And I know that, you know, for people who don't like butlers or haven't had a butler on a ship, that might seem, as I mentioned earlier, like a frivolous thing. But, you know, for some people, it's it's um, something that they enjoy. And so, you know, really kind of just doing research, knowing who offers what, and then going from there to find the best deal, I think is my my word of advice. So, you know, obviously, finding what is within your budget 
if you're wanting to spend, you know, up to $400 per person per day, then maybe don't look at Tauk and don't look at Crystal because that's not feasible. But if you budget, you know, up to 400, you have plenty of of options to choose from for certain cruises and rivers. And, you know, then you can go to each cruise line, see what they offer and maybe think, you know, well, if I up my budget this much, then I won't have to pay port charges and, and kind of approaching it from there very carefully and very strategically so that you really are kind of customizing this experience to suit your own needs. And, and that's always my advice is just to take, take your river cruise experience and make it work for you because that is how you get the experience. And it's easy to do as long as you're willing to give it a little bit of effort um, because there are so many options. So with that, I think I'm going to sign off, but I hope that you all have a great week as always, and I will see you next time. Bye. (laughs) 